Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Welcome to episode 31 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Chapel, and this week we have Jennifer Jenny of Noli Bean. She is a listener to the Craft to Career podcast, and she actually reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in having her on the podcast. She has a creative business as a quilter, and she really just found the podcast, started listening, and started implementing the things that she heard from the podcast, and she wanted to share how that's helped her business grow. And I thought, you know, what if we were to take it a step further and I leave her with an invitation, a challenge, if you will, something to help her grow her business. And I'm going to invite her back on the show in the future to have her share how that went, what the numbers were, the actual numbers, what, how she grew based on what I asked her to do. And so I'm really excited to have you listen to this episode. It's It's not even so much a coaching call as it is someone who honestly has just listened to the podcast and implemented the things that they've heard on the podcast and sharing how that's affected their business. Um, So I'm really excited to to introduce you to Jenny of Noli Bean. Before that, I'm going to read this week's review, which comes from the Apple Podcast app, and it is from Maria.DelightfullyQuilted. Maria says, Elizabeth does a great job interviewing her guests about the story behind their success. I've learned a lot as I'm going through the process of starting up my own quilt boutique. Thank you for all the insights into the quilting industry. Maria, you are welcome. And I'm really excited about your quilt boutique. You'll have to reach out to me and tell me more. I'm curious if it's like a brick and mortar or if it's online. And I'm really excited for your business. So good luck with that, Maria. Delightfully quilted. And with that, let's jump in and let me introduce you to Jenny of Noli Bean. Jenny, thank you so much for being on the podcast. So just so my listeners know, you are a listener of the podcast and you have Mm -hmm. a creative business and you've been listening and implementing the things that you've heard on the podcast and you reached out and said you'd love to share how those have worked for you. And I thought, what a fun idea to have you on, share what's been working for you. And then at the end, I would love to leave you with some invitations of things to try and then circle back with you down the road and see what the results have been. So what do you think? Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I'm really glad that you reached out. I mean, that's one thing that I talk about is reach out, introduce yourself. And you did. And I'm really glad that you did. So good job on doing that. Thank you. Yeah. So um, tell me, I guess, first off, how you found the podcast and what what your business is, how it, Mm -hmm. it, you know, what's what's what I'm looking for, how it was applicable to you. Yes. So I am a fellow quilter uh, and quilt pattern designer. Um, The name of my uh, business is Noli Bean. And, um, I honestly, I can't remember which episode, um, was the first one that kind of popped up, but, but when I found your podcast, you had already had, um, several episodes. So I had listened to the one that I came across and then I, I really enjoyed it. So then I went back and like binged, listened to, um, pretty much everything that you had had out up until that time. 
And it's, it's chock full of a lot of helpful information. And when you're, um, you know, when I was listening to it, the way I was listening to it, or it was like episode after episode, one after the, another in a relatively short period of time, I started thinking, oh, this is applicable here and this is applicable there. And it was um, so much information that I kind of had to take a step back and like categorize things. And so Mm -hmm. then I started like taking notes and like, okay, so like one episode was about social media, another one, you know, touched on blog posts, another one that was a, a coaching session where you talked a lot with that individual and their website. So there was like website tips. And so I started, um, so I wrote down, so for me, the kind of categories that I wrote down to take notes was blog posts, mm-hmm. web, website, newsletter strategy, and then social media. And for me, social media is really my Pinterest strategy and my Instagram strategy. So I did separate social media into those two buckets. Okay. And what, after listening, did you implement? And we'll start with that. Okay. Uh, So several, again, several things, things in each of those (laughs) categories. Um, So one thing that I was already working on um, kind of at the same time was my logo. Uh, So I have a friend who is a very skilled um, graphic designer. She kind of does that on the side for her day job. And so she had created a new logo for my shop. And with that new logo, she also kind of created a, um, like a palette, like a color palette. So, cause what I was doing previously was each time I released a pattern, I was almost changing the color theme of my website based on, you know, the fabric choices for that particular release. Um, and so it is nice now to kind of have like this cohesive palette that I'm pulling from, and I've already got like the a logo and, and things kind of set aside for those colors. Um, so with that, so there were some website adjustments, obviously the logo. One thing I definitely added after listening, um, to your podcast was an about me page, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which was something that I really, um, personally struggled to put out there. I am a highly introverted by nature. And so to even like think about writing that page was something I had put off for a long, long time. Um, But that was definitely a constant theme is, you know, people want to get to know who they're working with. And so I definitely created an About You page, put that out there. Other adjustments to the website itself was um, I kind of scaled back a little bit. Um, So I, I... I'm a quilt pattern writer. I do have some um, fabric uh, available. And so I had bundles and I also had fabric by the yard. And so I really scaled back and I removed the by the yard. There are still bundles on the site, but I'm going to, I do have plans to kind of scale that back even more and really, um, you know, tie it in with the patterns themselves and offer more like kits for the patterns versus um, several different types of bundles. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and I just have to say, I'm so impressed with the things that you've done. So I am looking at your website and I'm looking at your social media and, and your logo, who, who designed your logo? If we can ask, do you, 
can you give a shout out? Are they looking for business? Does yeah, I don't, I, I haven't asked her if she's like actively looking for business. Um, okay. but her, her name's Lisa. She's here in Phoenix as well. Um, uh, if anyone sees my logo and is interested, uh, re- I would say reach out to me on social media and then I can see if that's something she is interested in. But yeah, she she does wonderful, beautiful work. Yeah, she really does. It's a great logo. So she did a great job. And then your website is just very clean and the photos are great. Did you get those professionally done? Did you do those yourself? Oh. Thank you. Yeah, that is, uh, that is me, myself, um, like years and years and years of not so great photos. So that's definitely um, lots of practice and trial and error for those photos. Well, it looks really good. And I love the colors that you've got going on here. So if I had to guess your brand colors, they're kind of earthy. You've got, I mean, even in your logo, it's kind of a, a brown color. And then this main quilt photo on your website has purples, peaches, a little yellow. So what if you were to describe your brand colors, is that how you would describe them? Definitely. Um, I'm born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona, very much a desert rat. And so I think um, my friend really captured uh, like the, the beautiful palette. I find it beautiful of the like, you know, very earthy, but, but still inspired by the desert we're in. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, yeah, both the logo and the main photo that you have of the quilt are just perfectly on brand. And it's just a very simple, so it looks like it's through Shopify. Is that right? Yes, it is. And how was that setting up your Shopify website? That that was actually um, not too difficult. They have some really good templates uh, available Um I had previously had an Etsy site, so that was my experience prior to coming to Shopify. Um, And so with Etsy, you know, you really don't set things up. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. you just, you create your listings and it's kind of their platform. Um, So for Shopify, you know, I had seen a few other websites, so I I knew that I wanted like a clean and simple look. Um, So I just spent some time kind of going through their templates and finding the one that, that I felt was the right fit. That's really what took the most time. And then once I selected the one that, that I felt fit my brand the most, then, you know, their templates are relatively easy to, to put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looks really great. And I love that with this, you have your blog here, you have your shop. It looks like you have fabric bundles as well. Mm-hmm. And your about page about, about you is first person you are talking as if it's you speaking so good job you've got a picture of you and it looks like your son there um and your pet so yes well done with all of that and um so when the changes that you made I'm curious Mm -hmm. to hear did this impact your business for good did you see some growth Yes, it it def I have definitely seen some growth. Um, I definitely also want to speak to that it continues to be slow and steady growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it it's it is uh, it has picked up, so it's it's faster, but it is still slow and steady overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mailing list uh, has probably I've seen more of a. Yeah, more of an increase, I'd say, probably in my mailing list than I've seen, like, on my Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, 
I really feel is due to the um, changes that I've made in like my blog post strategy. Okay. Speak to us about that because let's be honest, if you had to pick and choose where you want growth, it is in your email list. You would rather have a very hefty email list and no social media. So yay, you're seeing growth in the best sort of area. So how have you changed your blog to, and yeah, what, what's been driving traffic there and how have you gotten email addresses from that? So the, the blog and Pinterest strategy are kind of hand in hand. And so um, at one point, a couple years ago, I had taken the course that Emily Dennis put together. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's essentially her Pinterest course. Mm-hmm. And so that really, I was like, okay, so Pinterest was a game changer. So that at that point in time was when I shifted more focus to Pinterest from Instagram. And the strategy that I had previously set up was just about getting images for Pinterest. And so the blog was really a vehicle to have these images that would go on Pinterest. And so anytime I was writing or yeah, anytime I was writing a pattern, you know, you make sample quilts. And so, for example, if I made five sample quilts, that would turn into five blog posts where I really just kind of talked about that specific quilt, had a whole bunch of pictures, and and that was that. Whereas, you know, listening to, you know, several of the podcasts, you know, I kind of had the epiphany that, okay, the blog post is great, but if it's not sharing anything helpful, um, Mm -hmm. you know, providing additional information, you know, it's, it's really not, you know, people aren't going to stick around. And so I've now shifted my blog posts, you know, I do, um, I think it was Susie Quilts talked about like the thousand word minimum. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now I make sure that there is like an actual, um, like theme or target or, or, tutorial or, you know, are we going to talk about half square triangles? Are we going to talk about flying geese? Like, what are we talking about? And then making sure that it really hits that thousand word uh, minimum. And so that definitely means fewer blog posts, but then the content in those posts becomes more meaningful. So for my last pattern release, I did make five quilts, which would have previously been five blog posts, but I scaled it back and I wrote three blog posts about that particular release. Um, one was about the quilt itself and the inspiration behind the quilt. And I talked a little bit about color theory, but then the other two um, were actual like skills that, that you can um, hone in and practice on when quilting. So the quilt itself is a flying geese pattern. And so it uses the four at a time method. So one blog post talked all about the four, four at a time flying geese method. And then the final blog post, I talked about um, how I go about making my binding and had like a video tutorial and everything in there as well. Okay. And I wasn't going to mention this at first on Mm -hmm. this podcast episode, but I am now because I, okay, for our listeners, truth be told, Jenny and I actually already chatted and recorded this episode and we had major technical difficulties and it wasn't it didn't record and so we're we're back and we're re-recording this and I wasn't going to mention anything but this was a couple of days ago and I mentioned a few tips and I see that you've already implemented them and so 
I just am so floored. First of all, how do you have the time? Because you have another job, right? <laughs> I do. I have a six-year-old child and a full-time job. And this is um, like, you know, this, the the quilting and, and making and, and the, this is my passion. And so this is, um, you know, my, I do have a pretty stressful full-time job. And so this is my like evening de-stressor. And I really like you know, having this for myself, not only the, the making of the quilts and the patterns, but, you know, the business for myself, um, where I set the goals and I'm accomplishing these things for myself, you know, that's, that's how I used to de-stress from my uh, super stressful day job. Okay. So, I mean, this is totally off topic, but how do you balance it? I mean, I get that question all the time. People are like, please do an episode on how to balance it all. I'm like, well, I don't have the answers, you know, like, but how, what, how do you do it? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a constant chat. I mean, as you know, as a, it's, as a working mom, it's always a constant challenge. And so I do the overwhelming, like 90% of my sewing time is on the weekends. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll make a block or two here and there during the work week with my husband's doing bath time. Um, but I am fortunate in the sense that both my husband and my son sleep in and I am an early riser. So my Saturday and Sunday mornings is like my time where I'm sewing and thinking and planning and updating photos and things like that. So I get if I'm lucky enough, I get a few solid hours of just me time in the mornings on the weekend. Okay. Well, I'm impressed. So for our listeners too, if they're like, so what changes did she make? If you go to your blog, um, I noticed before that you had these great tutorials, but if I looked at them, I didn't know that it was a tutorial. Like you mm -hmm. had one on how to make a quilt binding, but it said something about the Harmont quilt pattern. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh. And you've gone and redone the image. Is that right? That says yes. like tutorial with a big, I mean, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. And tutorial free scrappy. To well, that we'll get to in a minute. Cause that's even mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. of what we talked about. Yep. Uh, the tutorial four at a time flying geese. I mean, it's perfect. You glance at that and you know, right away, it's a tutorial and what you're getting from it. And then off to the side, it tells you what quilt it is. So, I mean, that's why I'm like, dang you've been busy like you've got that done <laughs> plus we had talked about last time uh like an assignment mm -hmm. of doing a blog post that was a tutorial and it had a downloadable so that something you're teaching someone something and they have to click and join your email list to get that tutorial and you've done it yes and in and also that particular blog post with the, the scrappy tote tutorial, like I had been working on that one. I hadn't, what was new though, after our conversation was incorporating in the downloadable. Mm. Um, so that, uh, okay, I was going to say, I, you are on fire. Like you got this whole thing done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great. And as I'm looking through it, it's awesome. I, the only suggestion I have is adding throughout, sprinkled throughout, keep adding that click here to get the downloadable. So okay. keep adding that in multiple places. Um, yeah, I'm just super impressed. So, and have, what, let's see, when did you post this? Oh, you posted it on Halloween. So yes. have you had, have you had people download? I have. Yeah. And so I, um, 
so another change, which we can uh, talk to in a moment, is my my newsletter. Um, so I did also, so I posted it Sunday on Halloween, but then my newsletter came out on Monday and that's, you know, Monday after the newsletter came out is when I saw the most, um, you know, hits to the site. And then I did get some downloads and then today, today is now Tuesday, um, is when I posted about it on Instagram. Cause that's the other thing I'm kind of testing is, you know, um, Am I getting more traffic from the email list or am I getting more traffic when I post about something on social media? And I definitely got more, you know, traffic to the website and interest in the blog post yesterday when it was out in the newsletter versus today when it was out on the social media post. Yep. I can't preach it enough. I was sitting there like, what's she going to say? And I was like, no, I know what she's going to say. It's the email list. It just is. Um, And it's so funny when people are like, that can't be email lists just aren't as relevant, but I, I cannot explain it. I just know that the numbers don't lie. So it's, it is what it is. Um, and then you also are posting on Pinterest. Are you able to track if that's coming through Pinterest at all or how that's performing for you? Yes. Um, so the good news with Shopify is that, uh, for the most part, when you, um, uh, so when you get a sale, you could definitely see what the traffic source for the sale was. And then uh, with the downloads, so this is my first time kind of doing a download like this. And so far, it seems to have the same type of statistics with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so I could definitely tell right now. So there's been nothing yet from Pinterest. Most have come from the newsletter. A couple have come over from Instagram Um, But the interesting thing with Pinterest is you don't really, at least it hasn't been my experience, you don't really see the results until like a shockingly later, like it Mm -hmm. seems like Pinterest really needs time for it to build in their search engine before you start seeing. Yeah, Um, like right now, the traffic that I'm getting from Pinterest is mostly around uh, an older pattern I have called Orangewood that I haven't really posted new stuff on Pinterest about that pattern now in at least six months, but yet that's what seems to be popping up for people. Which as a business owner, that is such an attractive thing. I know it sounds like, well, I want to see results right away, Mm -hmm. but in light of like Instagram and how it has such a short shelf life and you do so much work and then it's gone. Whereas Pinterest, it serves you better over time. That's very attractive. That's like, oh, thank goodness. That'll keep getting seen. And so that that will pay off over time. Yes. It really will. Um, and then I'm looking at Instagram. So one other thing that I had mentioned was to put right in your bio that you are a quilt pattern writer. Because yes. before it was a little unclear. And you've done that. You've gone ahead and done it. So well done. And it's just nice in someone's bio, if you're a business, to be able to tell what you sell right off the bat. And people know exactly what they're looking for, not does she sell finished quilts, what, you know, they it's quilt patterns. Um, and so good job with that. And that's one of those things that like, eh, I mean, you're not going to be like, whoa, my list grew by a million because I wrote <laughs> that down. But it's just all these little things add up, you know? Yes. And... um 
then I'm just looking through the photos on your Instagram feed and we hadn't talked about this before, but do you want some feedback on? Yes, I would love feedback. Yeah. Cause Instagram, so being introverted, um, mm-hmm. that, that is definitely an area that I struggle with too, is even like, um, unless I have like a, I have this new post or I have this new pattern or I have this new thing it's the day to day. Like I really struggle with what to even like put in there. (laughs) Okay. Well, and I feel like such a hypocrite because I am not great at this. Um, but batching your content, if, and I think based on the work that I've seen you do since we (laughs) chatted a couple days ago, you might be a good candidate for batching your content. Mm -hmm. You seem like a planner. Um, that it, there's tons of free content out there that gives you ideas of things to post on Instagram, um, which that's a whole nother topic. But anyhow, if you just plan seven posts and you do that in an hour or two max, but an hour, and you can get a theme going, you can plan it all out, have them scheduled and and just think ahead a little bit so that it's not every day. It's not this like, Oh, what do I do today? What do I post today? You know? Mm -hmm. And like, I'm thinking about your tote bag tutorial. Honestly, you could get three posts out of that Instagram post just by styling it a little bit differently, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Looking at your photos uh, instantly and uh, I'm going to take a screenshot to show people what I'm currently seeing because it'll probably change by the time this mm-hmm. airs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a photo of some rocks and a beautiful quilt. It says, let's see, there's seven quilts left. Happy Friday. The weekend is almost here. Um, mm-hmm. you think you, so you know which quilt I'm talking about? Yes. Photo. That is Perfection. What I love about that photo is it's on brand. It has the desert. It's got the rocks, your colors, like those earthy colors. It's perfect. Um, If you can do more of that caliber and like outdoor Mm -hmm. photos of quilts are risky because it's hard. Like uh, down, let's see, one, two, three rows to the left. And this is where I feel like I'm, I'm saying this with love, but the quilt it's in front of a white wall. Um, it's the Harmont it's in like lemon lime colors. Okay. Yes. Um, that one just, it's not on brand. It's not that Mm -hmm. picture isn't, it doesn't. And same with there's one by a tree, um, and one in front of a bush on a, a sidewalk with your son holding it. There's little aspects, which if we break them down, it makes it feel, it, it, how do I describe this? Then the sun, the picture with your son holding the quilt, uh-huh. honestly, if you, if he were standing on a dirt road and that would make it better, you, every, every little thing in a picture, uh-huh. you want it to speak to your brand. So the white wall in the background of these quilts with the tree, um, it takes away from the experience. It takes away from creating this mystical world where someone's walking in and with the rock picture, it feels like you've transported me and I'm in your brand, you know, I'm experiencing other. And so it's almost easier 
to use just a white backdrop wall, like the one where you're sitting on a stool and it's mm -hmm. hanging up. Love that. I, we're getting super nitty gritty here. Okay. Oh, and now I'm feeling like a bit of a jerk. Am I going too far or do you want me? No, to no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But you can see a door handle there. Yep. Um, even just edit that out. There's apps where you can edit that out. Okay. And the hangers, like if you were to get a hanger that this sounds so silly, but if it's like a vintage or a wooden hanger or something that creates this mood, you know? Yep. Um, so, so your photos and there's one with your son, which is super cute on Halloween, but it's not quilt related. And so you want, yeah. and one with your dog where you can see your dog. Those are things for your stories that you would post up in your stories, but you want your feed to be beautiful, transporting people into your world of desert, desert dweller, you know, create mm -hmm. that kind of feel. And even the one with your tote bag, if you zoom in, you want the tote bag to be what's speaking. In that picture, I'd be like, oh, she's got a dog that she's doing a trick with or something, you know? Um, <laughs> Telling him where... not to jump on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if the focus you want to be on that tote bag, again, drawing attention to, to that and making that um, the focus. Okay. So hopefully yeah. these were helpful because yeah. you have some great photos there. I always feel like kind of a jerk when I give feedback to people, but, um, <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. No, thank you. Because it, it is hard to give, um, you know, constructive feedback, but I am definitely one that appreciates the honesty. So thank you. Yeah. And I mean, I'm looking now, there is a, another great photo that I really love. It's on a white backdrop. It's from October 3rd. Um, it's got, you can see a little bit of a green, I don't know if it's a backing, a yellow, Boardy or uh, boarding, goodness, trim. What is the word? Binding. Hello, <laughs> yellow binding, purple and white, and it's just like a an artistic shot, a close up of a quilt that's hanging. Okay, yes, that one is great because it's just a clear white background, and it's it gives intrigue. It's like, ooh, I would like to see more of that quilt. What is that? And and there's nothing distracting from the quilt. It's all eyes on the quilt, and and so that's a fun artistic photo, you know? Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, that was yeah. one that I even like went back and forth with even using. Oh, yeah, I like it. Same with there's one on a wood floor. I think it's a wood floor. Mm -hmm. um, that looks great. The quilt is kind of like ruffled, you know? And yeah, just the photos with the desert and the cactus. I'm a big fan. I just think that is so perfect. So even taking a day where you go out with your tote bag or bring a bunch of different shot uh, quilts to take photos out there. Um, take advantage of that. Cause that, that is just right on brand for you. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So we have chatted a bit about your Instagram and the photos. So um, how about your newsletter? Can you tell us some changes that you made in your newsletter? Yes. So um Prior to listening uh, to all the different uh, podcast episodes, I was simply just sending an email out, uh, like when I had something, uh, basically something new, uh, like a new quilt pattern, or I released a bunch of bundles, um, you know, and there, there were a few different times where I heard, you know, like, it needs to be more of a regular strategy and, and you know, not just sending thing, 
things out to people when you're like, Hey, it's something new. Buy me, buy me. Um, and Mm -hmm. so that really resonated with me because I, I know that email lists, um, are important, but when you are sending it out only every time that you have something new, it, it does feel salesy. And so Mm -hmm. I had always struggled with that. So it really resonated that I'm like, okay, you know, so then, um, cause then I was like, what, you know, if I don't, if I don't have something new to offer, what would I be sharing? Um, but there was, I can't remember which episode it was, but there was a coaching call with someone, um, you know, where it was mentioned, you know, just share what you're working on. Like what, you know, you were constantly mm-hmm. doing something. So make that the topic. And so, you know, I, I went from just sporadically sending, uh, whenever I had something, um, to, uh, I dabbled with whether it would be a weekly um, newsletter, but for me, I think I'm going to settle in on every other week um, because I think coming up with something weekly might be a bit too much. And I don't, I, you know, because I am Mm -hmm. working full time, I don't want to stretch myself too thin, get burnt out and then stop doing it. Um, So I did switch. um, So now I'm sending something on a more consistent, regular basis uh, this week I did have the tote bag tutorial to share, um, mm-hmm. but in other weeks, you know, it's, it's, what do I have going on? Am I starting to work on a new pattern? Am I, um, you know, I'm, I'm currently sewing up my Christmas quilt for the year. So one week I was just talking about getting started on that. And, um, I've definitely seen uh, more engagement. Um, so mm-hmm. one thing that is new very recently with just the last two ones I sent out is I'm actually getting replies and like people. Awesome. Engaging. Yeah. And so that, that, I didn't even realize, um, you know, that the, cause you, I, I use MailChimp to send out my newsletters and I wasn't sure, like if someone even hit reply, would it come to me? Um, so it, it was nice to get that engagement for a couple of reasons. One, now I know it's, it's possible. Right. And, and two, like, you know, it's, they're asking questions and they're commenting. I also started sharing, um, work, of other quilters. Uh, so that was one thing that I came up with, you know, I, I know that other people do it as well. And I really like that. And, you know, my patterns have been out long enough that other, you know, I can do a quick search on social media and see what other people have made with my patterns. And so I started sharing those. And then the newsletter that went out this week, I had someone reply back and all they replied back with was how beautiful the quilt that the other person had made was. And so that was just really, Awesome. Yeah, it's 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 really endearing, and it's nice to to start seeing that um, community build as well. And that's this is so fun to hear. Like, it's one thing to have a business that's bringing in money, but it just ups the enjoyment when it's all of a sudden these are your people, like these are mm-hmm. your friends, and and you'll get to be friends with, you know, you'll get to know some of these people and you'll meet them down the road at QuiltCon or whatever and be like, oh my gosh, you know, like it all of a sudden your life is enriched and it's, it's beyond what, you know, it's, it's so much more than a business. Yep, exactly. Oh, I'm so excited that you've had that experience. I love that you're like, I didn't know if that was even a thing that people could reply. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's a really fun thing to think about too, is like, 
how to get more engagement. It'd be awesome mm-hmm. to get to the point where you're like, okay, too much. I can't reply, you know, mm-hmm. to all of this. <laughs> That'd be a great problem to have. Exactly. Yes. One day, one day. Yep. You'll get there. Um, okay. So a couple of things we, we've been chatting about what's been working well, and you've already implemented some of the things we talked about before. So as we're chatting here today, I'm coming up with a few more two invitations of things that I'm going to ask you to do. And then I'd love to just down the road, circle back and have you come on the podcast again and share how it's been going and the success that you've had. Cause I'm excited. Cause I know you will, it will be successful. Awesome. So, all right. The first thing, and this is, this is a minor thing. This in and of itself, I don't think is going to be like, Oh yeah, I saw a major thing, but um, on your home page on your website. And I suggested this and you've done part of it. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you to go even further. So it's where you have the sign up for our newsletter to receive a coupon code for 20% off. And then it says, let's keep in touch, email address, subscribe. So let's try changing the wording there where you just say, and take off sign up for the newsletter. Okay. And just have receive a coupon code for 20% off and even shorter maybe is um, save 20% off my store. And I'd be specific if, cause let's see, you sell fabric bundles. Are you offering mm-hmm. 20% off anything? Currently? Yes. Wow. Okay guys, <laughs> grab this while you can. <laughs> okay, perfect. Then yeah, I like save 20, 20% off the entire store. And then rather than let's keep in touch, because that screams of like, you're signing up for a newsletter, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, just say, get your coupon now or, or just delete that and have it just say, what did I say? Um, Save 20% off the entire store. And then the button that says subscribe, if you can change that to say, get your coupon or get your code. Okay. Because that's uh, that's just a little more enticing of like oh yeah let's get that discount um, and, and a little a little more crystal clear. But the big big invitation that I'm gonna ask you to do, and we can brainstorm here if you want, or mm-hmm. you can do it on your own. But I am going to ask you to collaborate with someone to reach out to someone who has a successful blog, which will take you know unless you have someone that comes to mind. And ask if you can do a guest blog post and come up with something that has an opt-in in it. Kind of like your free scrappy tote bag tutorial. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And ask if you can be a guest on their blog. Okay. And see how that grows your email list. And ask if they would, you know, share it with their followers, obviously which they would if they were on their blog. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, just off the top of your head, do you have a blog idea or anyone in mind that you'd want to reach out to? So I have a couple ideas as far as um, for content, but who to reach out to is, uh, I don't have any thoughts off the top of my head. Okay. And some good things to do to find that if you go Mm -hmm. to google and type in i'm just going to type in quilt blog and see what comes up uh diary of a quilter is at Mm -hmm. the very top quilter blogs a quilting life i know she has a very very great successful blog 
So there's three right there um, that I would suggest reaching out to. And here's the deal. They have thriving blogs. They are most likely trying to put out consistent content on their Mm -hmm. blogs. And so you would be an answer to their prayers. Like, oh, heck yes. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes people even pay to have a guest on their blog. So um, I wouldn't approach them asking for pay, you know, if they offer awesome. But, um, but at this point, I would just, I would come up with exactly what the tutorial is. And here's the tutorial that I have in mind. I would include five photos, including a Pinterest pin. Um, I would have a free download with the pattern or whatever, or with the tutorial, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this something you'd be interested in here? You can take a look at my blog here to see what other posts I have. And then click over and be like, oh, yeah, this is good. Um, So are you down with that? Is that something you are okay doing? Yes. Okay. Yay. So I am super excited. I know that that will grow your email list. And so I let's circle back. I want to give you enough time to reach out to someone, write and do this, and then give it like a month to see how, and I want you to keep track of once that goes live, how many people join your email list. Okay. Yes. So, um, I'm making notes here. How many people join your email list? Um, When would be a good time for you? Like how realistically, how long would you need to create this blog post? So as far as creating it, that I can, you know, probably within the month, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we're running into holidays. So I honestly don't know, like once I have it packaged and ready to start reaching out to people, um, uh, hopefully, uh, that part goes, I, I don't know how, um, like other bloggers schedule, like once I connect with someone who's like, yes, this is great. This is, you know, this fits my content. Um, is that something that, um, I don't know if you've had much experience with it. Does it, does it get scheduled like pretty quickly? Do they work? Um, like how far in advance? Out? I mean, yeah. I only, I only know mine. And then mm-hmm. I was a guest on diary of a Equip- quilters blog and hers was scheduled pretty far out but I don't know if that was every week was scheduled and I don't know about other my guess is if blogging is their top top thing it might be pretty scheduled but um but maybe they have a week where they're like yep let's fit it in here you know Mm -hmm. so I guess I guess we'll we'll just circle back our listeners will be surprised because we don't know when we're going to (laughs) to re-record but let's after the blog post goes live. Mm-hmm. Let's wait a couple of weeks to see what your numbers look like. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. And are there any last like questions or any, I don't know, anything you want to add before we you wrap know, it up? No questions, but, but one thing that I think I forgot to mention when I was talking about Instagram is the whole, um, reels. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think it was, uh, I think it was Mr. Domestic who um, was talking and he's very successful with his reels. And I think even his TikTok page, Yep. Um, you know, I think he was like, you just got to do it. Like, even if you don't like it, you just got to do it. And so I was like, okay. Um, so I gave it a try and mine so far that I've done um, 
you know, they're not me talking or anything like that. I've just like set up some time lapses when I'm sewing and making things and then add music to it and post it. And even something as simple as that, I am shocked at how much the Instagram algorithm is pushing those. Yes. Um, I mean, it is like exponentially higher views on a reel than you get on a post. Um, So even just something as simple as remembering to set up and do a time lapse when you're sewing anyways. Um, you know, I, I, and even as a viewer myself, like, I'm not going to lie, like I really enjoy watching process, um, type things. So I'm, I'm like, at first I was shocked, but then when I thought about it, I'm like, ah, you know, I'm really not too surprised by it. The thing that I'm most surprised by is the, the algorithm difference between a post versus a reel. Um, so if anyone's on the fence about, should I do it? Should I not like definitely give it a go? Like it's surprising. Yes. Well, and I'm intrigued. So anytime any platform comes out with something new, they are going to reward people who try it. And right now, not that reels are like I mean, they're, they're newer than a post, but, um, for whatever reason, Instagram's pushing that. And I even, I keep getting this invitation, enter the real challenge or whatever, and you can earn up to $800. They're offering people $800 to be oh posting reels. Like <laughs> I am not crazy. opting into it. Cause it asked for like some personal information. I was like, yeah, I'm not giving you my address. So sorry. Mm-hmm. But, um, but they, I mean, if you post a reel, they will show it more. They just will. And that right now, as if it's a business, you want to be seen more. So if you want to be seen more, post a reel. And educational reels are, they do better. So if you're teaching mm-hmm. something, if you're talking, if you're showing how to do something, um, they, those do better. So, mm-hmm. and that's, I, I'm so glad to hear from someone else to say that. Because sometimes I feel like, no, just trust me. But like to hear you say that. Yes. Listen, Jenny is telling the truth. (laughs) (laughs) It it is shocking. And the staying power. That's the other thing. Like with a post, you post it, you know, it's, it's that day, maybe the next day. Um, But I have a reel that I posted almost two weeks ago that still gets views and likes sporadically. Yep. Yep. It can take weeks for it to really catch on fire, which is finally for Instagram. Like, Oh, it doesn't have a one day shelf life, mm-hmm. you know, It, but still, I mean, it's still a matter of weeks, but still we'll yes. what we can get. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a podcast listener. Like, you know how you said you get replies to your emails and that's fun mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Me getting this from a podcast listener is so fun for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's actual people out there listening to this who are like implementing the things that I'm talking about. And it's so, so fun for me. So I'm like really honored that you would reach out and want to be on the podcast and share what's working for you. So thank you. I really do appreciate that. You're welcome. And thank you. Yeah. Thank you for putting out good material. And this is, this is a lot of fun to listen, especially like when you're in the mode of thinking about, okay, how do I, you know, um, you know, you could do trial and error, but it's, it's nice having, uh, you know, weekly content that touches different aspects of the business to, you know, so that you're not only in your own head, you're listening to other people speak about it and what their experiences are. And 
Um, you know, sometimes you can learn through someone else's trial and error and be like, okay, so I'm going to try a different strategy. And so thank you. Yeah. And it's also fun. I don't know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes it feels a little lonely and isolating. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I have my friends. We're, we're, even though we're in different States and whatever, but we're friends and we're going through this together and I'm not alone. So it's nice Mm -hmm. for me to have to have that. So thanks again. And we'll let our listeners know when we come back and you share the results. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. Jenny, thank you so much for being a guest on the craft to career podcast. As I mentioned in the show, I'm really just blown away with how much she has implemented What a great job she's done. Jenny is going places because she is not afraid to just do it and get it done and do the things that you need to do. I mean, it's like the best kind of student. And it's so, so fun to hear from my listeners who I hadn't met before the podcast to just have you reach out and say, hey, thank you so much. I'd love to be on the show. Here's what I've learned. It's really fun for me. So if you are a listener of the Craft to Career podcast, especially if I don't know you yet, go ahead and screenshot this episode and tag me in your Instagram, in your stories. Just say hello and let me know that you're a listener because I really love getting to know my listeners. This is honestly, like I mentioned in the podcast with Jenny's emails where she gets the replies and it's all of a sudden this becomes so tangible and real and like I'm doing this to help actual people grow their businesses and it's fun to have a face and a name behind the listeners to feel like I'm actually connecting with you. So please do pop in and say hi in my DMs or take a screenshot and give a shout out, tag me so that I know who you are and that you're a listener and keep in touch. Next week I will be back with a brand new episode on the Craft a Career podcast. And until then, take care.